Hey, this is Heath Paget, and welcome to the RV Entrepreneur Podcast, episode 89. The RV Entrepreneur is a weekly podcast for nomadic entrepreneurs. For the past 70 or something so interviews, I end each show by asking the person I'm interviewing how they define success in this lifestyle. As they're traveling around the country in an RV, exploring, going on cool adventures, and building a business that they enjoy working on. So today's episode is a compilation of some of my favorite answers from the way people have answered that question. But before getting into all of those awesome answers, I want to talk about why I asked this question in the first place, why I asked people how they define success in their lifestyle. The first reason is because it challenges me. Listening to their answer challenges me. It challenges me because this is a question I've been wrestling with for a very long time, as long as I can remember. Before we started RVing, I had just sent a cold email to a company called Snag a Job. They're the largest online hourly job board in the country. Alyssa and I were in the midst of planning our transition into RV life, and we were planning this trip where I was going to work a different job in all 50 states. And Snag a Job was the company who was going to potentially help sponsor this trip and really empower us to go out and see the country and do this epic trip that we had been planning. So I was sitting down at a coffee shop in Austin called Mozart's, which is my favorite coffee shop, and I was just writing down all of my success metrics for this trip. I was writing down how I would define success in hourly America, this trip that we were going on where I was going to work a different job in every state. And so I started writing things like the trip would be successful if Snag a Job could get X or Y publicity out of our journey. And if so many people found out about what we were doing, then our trip would be successful. And I promptly realized how dumb this was as I started looking at all of these success metrics that were ultimately out of my control. I can't control how many people care about our project or what we're doing or how much press Snag a Job gets for sponsoring this trip. It was dumb. Instead, I redefined what my success metrics were after stressing over them and making a big deal about it. Instead, I just wrote down, if I grow in my faith, if I grow closer to Alyssa and our new marriage, and I grow in my craft as a writer, storyteller, learning about video, and all of these different things, then this trip would be successful. And I really tried to embrace that. I really tried to tell myself, this is how I will feel successful. And in that moment, I realized there was a huge weight lift that came off my shoulders. I was no longer feeling like success was this arbitrary thing out of my reach, but something that I could actually attain and attain relatively easy through my own actions. I can wake up and choose to write each day. I can wake up and choose to spend time with Alyssa each day. And if our story was picked up by CNN or we premiered our documentary to a full theater, then that would be just icing on the cake. And both those things actually did happen. Talking with my friend John recently, he shared with me something called leading and lagging goals as it pertains to how different people find success. A leading goal is something like, I want to be a better writer. So when I think about that goal, it leads me in the direction I want to go, and there are a thousand different results or opportunities that could come as part of that journey. And a lagging goal is that one day I'd like to become a New York Times bestselling author. The only thing is being a New York Times bestselling author is a result of my actions and not something that I have direct control over, hence the term lagging goal. A leading goal propels me to create you know, sub-goals like I'm going to write a thousand words each day and my ultimate goal is just I want to be a better writer because I realize that in my tendency in business and really everything else is to immediately resort to lagging goals. Another example is I want this podcast to reach a million downloads by the end of this year. 
my gut tells me that this is my goal and I become fixated on how do I grow the show and reach as many people as possible. I need to be guests on, you know, influential podcasts. And all of a sudden my priorities get out of whack because my mind has a tendency to set lagging goals, which are completely out of my control. But then I realize I'm being dumb again because that isn't my goal. My goal is to provide value for people who want to transition their lives and business to traveling full time. My goal is to extract stories, provide value, document our journey in a transparent way, and be helpful for anybody who is listening to the show. I found for me that I'm always having to remind myself to set these leading goals and not lagging goals. And that's been super helpful for me as I am defining my own success in this lifestyle. The second reason I asked the success question is because I've realized my tendency also to place my current happiness on future successes. Before we started traveling in an RV, I remember sitting at my desk at You Earned It, which was a software company I used to work at, and looking at people traveling in truck campers and getting to explore all of these awesome places, which I realize now I'm kind of the jerk in this situation because I always post photos of us in cool places. So if you follow us on Instagram at Heath and Alyssa, you probably feel the way I do about <laughs> these people that I was following in truck campers. Anyway, I wasn't really mad at them. I just it felt miserable. I was cooped up in the office and these people were able to go out and explore the country and uh, I just didn't know this was possible for me, but I knew once I had this, once I could achieve this lifestyle, then I would feel successful. But once we made the transition to traveling full-time, I, I felt this pressure to make sure that our life was going to be sustainable. And once we'd secured our first big client, which was 40-hour week, uh, six-month contract, so I was like, okay, we got six more months in this lifestyle. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, once I can have multiple clients and report less to this one client and our income is hitting, you know, maybe we're making five or 6,000 a month, whatever, you know, then I can be successful. And I've just found myself constantly in this mode of once I get to this next point, then I will feel successful. It's easy to say that once you get to this next point, then you'll feel that way. But in my experience, that mark always moves to the next one, and I rarely feel any kind of success in between. And as much as I want to accomplish big goals in our business, I don't want to do these things at the expense of living in this moment. All right, so those are the two big reasons why I spend so much time asking this question about success. And I hope for you that it's just something that, it's just a good question, I think, to constantly be reminding ourselves as uh, there's so much external pressure from the world and social media. And just, I think, a draw in general to it's so easy for those priorities to become out of whack. And all of a sudden you look up and you realize, what? wait, my goal isn't to you know be making crazy, crazy amounts of money. My goal is to have a semblance of balance and enjoy my life. And you spend so much time working hard in between that it's easy to forget those things. So that's why I ask that question of success. All right, before we get into how 11 RV entrepreneurs have answered this question of how they define success, I wanna thank support for today's episode, which is provided by Outdoorsy. Outdoorsy is the largest and most trusted RV rental marketplace on the planet. Alyssa and I rented out our Winnebago Brave on Outdoorsy on several occasions like Christmas and spring break while we weren't using it and the entire experience was awesome. At first, the idea of renting our RV seemed a little crazy. What if somebody wrecked my house? But with Outdoorsy's one-click insurance coverage and driver history background checks for renters, it makes the entire process safe, super easy, and fully insured. If you already own an RV, Outdoorsy can be a great way to make extra income by renting out your unit. We know renters who have made over $20,000 
$1,000 in one summer by renting out their RV when they weren't using it. Or if you're looking to test out the RV life for a road trip, I would highly recommend using Outdoorsy's RV rental marketplace where you'll find RVs of all kinds, everything from large class A's to smaller vans and everything in between listed for rent at affordable prices. And bonus, you'll get to rent from dependable owners like us. To learn more and get $25 off your first rental fee, go to outdoorsy.co slash partner slash RVE. All right, let's get into today's show. This first clip is from Brittany and Jordan Griggs at the Dapper Drive, who I interviewed back on episode 44. And I'm not going to jump in between each of the clips during this episode. So if you're listening and you're like, oh man, this sounded like a great soundbite, I would love to listen to the rest of this interview. Go to heathandalyssa.com and click on podcast and you'll see the most recent episode there at the top of that page. And I will link up to every single one of these episodes that you're hearing clips of. That way, if you liked a clip of one, you can go back and listen to the whole episode and that's an easy way to do that. So hope you guys enjoy this. And without further ado, let's get into the show. For me, it's exactly what we're doing, but increasing our income to the point where we could replace like what we used to make. Um, actually, I wouldn't even need that to live, but to be able to have more of a steady income and keep doing this lifestyle because uh, we're really obsessed with it. We've contemplating like, what would it look like to have a family on the road? We're not there yet. Let's be clear. <laughs> um, but because people keep asking us like, when are we going to come home and have kids and go back to the bank? We yeah. Are have, yeah. Yeah, they said, we're going to come home, have kids, and start working at the bank again. And it really takes me, like, off guard because like, I never think like that. We we just assume that we're going to keep doing what we're doing and it is going to grow and evolve to fit our lifestyle better every single day. And we've met plenty of families on the road that do this. Obviously, we follow a ton on Instagram. And we don't think that it has to look a certain way. So we... Success to me looks like being able to create what we want um, our life to look like on a daily basis and being able to create that steady income. And I think this year is going to be like huge as when, you know, as we're to make the turnover. Yeah. To make that. Yeah. I I mean, I think for me, it's, um, it's, um, so I've kind of learned in my, you know, 30 years on this planet that time is sort of the most valuable resource behind health. Um, so being healthy, having the freedom to sort of pursue the lifestyle that we want, which right now is is this, you know, RVing lifestyle. Yeah. And then it's really to just inspire others to pursue their passions. Um, I think, you know, a lot of times people go to get a good degree, get a job, have a family, buy a house, et cetera. That's awesome. If that's what you want, go do that. But you don't have to you don't have to fit into any, you know, square or round hole, right? Um, so, you know, find your passion, figure out a way to maybe take a little smart risks to, to pursue that. And, you know, you never know what's going to be out there. I think, I don't think there really is any failure if you're pursuing your passion because whatever ends up happening, um, that's, that's probably what you were meant to do. Uh, because you know, it's probably going to be something that you really enjoy. And, you know, what's like, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. But like that's sort of the that's sort of the cheesy tagline that got me across the line to actually, you know, leave something that I like to really pursue something that I love. Yeah. yeah. So I love that. And and just practically on that note, like you left you guys left jobs in finance to go pursue this trip, coordinate a cross country trip. 
learn how to work together, uh, building up a remote online business and blog and all these skills that you're accruing over this next year. So it's like, like you said, um, following that passion, that kind of vision for what you guys want to do. It's like, even if it didn't work out, like you're going to have so many more skills that you could take back to any job if it, you know, but I really think what you guys are doing is, is going to work out. And I think it's going to be awesome and big. And uh, I mean, the Dapper Drive, I think, I I think you guys are going to do really awesome in this next year and and with what y'all are doing. So it's going to be cool to watch. Um, I think success for us, and this is different for everybody else, but it's, um, you know, being able to take the things. No, first of all, you need to know what you love. You need to know where you want to be, but success is where you can clearly get to those things and do those things without a lot of other things in the way. You know, we love our family time and we love our daughter and we love traveling with our daughter. And so as long as I feel like we can do that, that's success to us. And if, if we say, like we talked about saying yes and no, if we say yes to too many things and we don't get to spend time with our daughter and we aren't close as a family, and if we aren't close as a family, I mean, you know, it'll, you know, I don't feel like it's, regardless of how much money we make, it's not about that to us. That's not necessarily mm-hmm. success for us. Um, it's a lot of those other things. And we've had to walk away from things because we're like, we know we need, you know, the reason we're doing this is because we, we want more family time. We want that time together. We want mm-hmm. more freedom and flexibility. We want to be able to travel, but sometimes it feels like we're saying yes to so many things that we're not doing the things that we set out to do. So we have to kind of back away from that. And sometimes, like you saying, we, we could make more money sometimes, but we're just like, that's not, that's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to make an impact. We're trying to build a stronger family bond. You know, I really like, uh, I'm a fan of Tim Ferriss and he, I think he coined the term lifestyle design. And that's really what I'm about. You know, I don't, I get questions about if, you know, how, how big are you going to grow this or what is it going to do? And, and really, you know, I'm in it for the lifestyle. I love this. This is so much fun. Like here I am, um, doing a podcast with you and I'm in Ely, Nevada, um, sitting in the van. You can probably hear all the trucks driving by. Um, but just traveling around and discovering and, I think it's not really a money pursuit and, you know, how much can I, can I invest in the company and, and what, what is the company valued at? It's more about, you know, success to me is, all right, I put it, I'll put it this way. I want, I want to have like a Wayfair vans, like meetup group where, you know, say annually or biannually, um, we pick a place somewhere in the country, in, in the United States, that is. And, you know, everybody just shows up and just has a good time. And they're all camping in a Wayfair van. You know, that's really important to me is that I'm not, I don't want to sell camper van kits. I just want to sell you the ability to go out there and, and see and do those things. I love to travel and I just really want to share that with other people. And I love to kind of experience the little niche things in life. And, you know, if I can give you, again, your little comfort zone to travel around in and so that you at least have some some place that you can retreat to in case it gets crazy, then great. You know, as long as you're getting out there and traveling and, and I just want to make that easy for you and, and really kind of break down that barrier. So that's kind of how I define success. Yeah, so success for us, 
Josh is working a nine to five Monday through Friday right now. And success to us would be him able to quit his job and for us to find a way to make this, the vlogging and the blogging work as our full-time income. And we've been doing that with things like, you know, being brand ambassadors and getting sponsorships and things like that. But, you know, at the beginning it was going after, you know, like small fish, like small little contracts and looking ahead, I really want to work with brands that we really love and have that be able to fund our lifestyle. And I thought even more, the the goal has really changed because I thought YouTube really could be a full-time income, like making money off of AdSense. And the truth is that's, that's just not going to happen. Like I said before, it took a year before I made a hundred dollars on YouTube. And so the goals have really changed. I think getting into things like professional work that aren't necessarily on YouTube, but working for companies for them to have videos that they can put on their social media, things like that. I've really grown to love and enjoy, which I did not think I was going to like, but those kind of things are a part of the goal and a part of the plan for making income on the road with this. And, but really it would be for Joshua to quit and that for us to both focus on this full time is ultimate goal. (laughs) Yeah. I imagine that it looks like we, we get the opportunity to see, um, to see parts of the country that maybe we've never seen, uh, that maybe that are off the beaten path a little bit, um, to spending a whole lot of time, at my favorite places in the world, Walt Disney World and Disneyland. <laughs> uh, we are just obsessed with Disney and Marvel and Star Wars. It is it is an obsession. So I imagine that many of our years snowboarding will be in those two places, spending time with friends that live in other places and, you know, teaching our kids um, things in an organic way as opposed to saying, look, in this textbook, here's something we can say, look, here we are. This is this beautiful place or this incredible thing or this is what this thing looks like in nature and um, or this these historical places and just giving them a life experience that so many people don't get the chance to to have. That's what I see success looking like. And then through that course, uh, continuing to grow uh, my my career at Lead Pages and my my business in voice acting uh, on the road. That's that's success for me. I really appreciated your answer on this question on a previous podcast and like being happy with the successes that you have. So I feel like my answer to that would be continuing to work on the work life balance and um, and trusting our employees to continue to execute execute our vision in the way that we want it to. And so, yeah, that would be my goal what about yours. Yeah, it's. Gosh, that's a hard question. I mean, the, the obvious goal that a lot of people would say is some financial one, but you know, that's only a small part of why we did this project. So, um, you know, for me, I, I feel like we've kind of seen that success already. It's like we've got something that people dig and they're enjoying, and that's just immensely satisfying for me. So, you know, going forward, it's to continue to build that and you know, build kind of a legacy for our community that uh, makes this not just a business, but kind of a defining element of Nevada City. Uh, Well, success is freedom and living a life that you love, you know, because so often people look at one measure of success, like financial success and uh, or material success. But 
and you really dig down and ask them what their end goal is, they want the financial success to be able to provide them with the freedom. And, and often travel is a part and of And travel, that. <laughs> yeah. And so for us, success is being able to live a life that we love now because there are no guarantees of the future. And, um, you know, there's very little that could be a greater gift than, than freedom. In my mind, what do you think? Yeah, um, what he said. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. That is a deep one. I feel like America pageant, world peace. Um, I I, I think my... What's your... You go first and I'll I'll tell you. Like, there's no wrong answer. What's success for you? I think success for this tour is... No, for you. For me? Yeah. Oh, I just want to be happy. There you go. This tour makes me happy. Yeah. That See, that's that's real. I think for me, I want want professional freedom, right? Like, I want to be able to... I want to be able to spend time with the people I love. And, and help other people that are trying to do big things. Um, and I think the RV really helps us go do that. Plus, you really can't be, you really can't be like, I don't know if you're allowed to curse on podcasts. I'm going to just do it anyway. You, do really, you really can't be an asshole in an RV. Like, <laughs> right? Like, I just want to be a good person helping other people and spending time with, the, with, the, you know, with my family and the people I love. So, um, yeah, that's what success is. For me, it's uh, contentment, which is a different definition than happiness. So contentment is that each day I know I've made a choice to be where I am. And sometimes it means that I'm working like crazy and that's okay. And sometimes it means that I'm just sitting reading a book next to a beautiful creek. And it's just that I was able to make a choice that day as to what I was doing. So success to me is supporting my my staff and their their families and their lives in the fact that I'm doing something that I'm both passionate about and have put my own talents toward. Uh, our tagline is, you focus on your genius, let us focus on ours. And so I think the ultimate definition of success is that I've continued to live that so that I've allowed other people to open up into what they do best in their lives because I'm supporting them by doing what I do best in mine. I guess I want it to look like an awesome travel adventure movie. I want it to be something that, that when I look back at it, I'm thinking, wow, that's the kind of life I want to live. And really that's it. You know, um, our work supports our passions. And I know a lot of people see it the other way around, but um, we first and foremost, you know, want to live the life that we want to live and we want to do work that supports that. And we're just blessed to be, you know, photographers and writers, and that just kind of feeds into what we do. But I think first and foremost, you know, I want I want us to always feel like we didn't skimp on the quality time together. We got to go and spend the time in these amazing locations that we love. And, you know, when Abby's older, I want her to look back and think, wow, I've got this amazing um, set of skills and memories and um and be able to go and do these same things with her family. That's really what I want. And, and that's success to me. It's not about money. It's not about fancy cars or whatever. It's about spending the time with your, with whoever it is you want to be. I mean, if you're not married, it could be a girlfriend. It could be your friends. In our case, it is my family. Spending that time doing the things we want to do and not feeling like um, there's anything pulling us away from that. I think for me... I want Abby to see that we very carefully thought through what was important to us 
and what we wanted this life to look like. We didn't let anybody dictate what it was supposed to be. We based it on the things that we love and live the life that we want to. And sometimes it's really hard and we have to work like crazy to make it happen. But in the end, I want her to see that we set our own terms, we work super hard, and that anything is possible. And if we can give her that, I think it'll be a big success. And the time together in the amazing places, that's what it's all about. I'm a huge advocate of people drafting a mission statement, figuring out what their purpose is. And this is something that I've done for myself. Uh, I did it several years ago. And I revisit my mission statement uh, over and over and over again, primarily because I talk a lot about it and teach a lot about it. And uh, so to me, success is how well is my life aligned with what I say my purpose is. And I say that my purpose, I'm going to paraphrase here because I don't have it in front of me. Uh, my purpose is to uh, learn as much as I can and experience as much as uh, of the world as I possibly can. Uh, in order to grow and become a better person. And I want to take that and share what I learn with other people. And so to the extent that I'm able to do this, uh, better myself and help other people better themselves, I feel like I'm successful. And I, I feel like right now I've constructed a life that allows me to do that. I get to travel. I just got back from Ecuador uh, about a week ago. And I spent a week in Ecuador where I was talking about this kind of stuff, self-help, touchy-feely stuff about developing um, mission statements. I'm going to travel in a couple of months. I'm going to travel to uh, Florida to talk about this stuff again. I'm going to – one of the things that I've, I've been tasked with doing is actually creating a – not a course, but a, I guess a talk, a, a, probably about an hour-long talk on to help people – create their own mission statements. Uh, I'm so passionate about this idea and I, I think it's so important. So yeah, I feel like I'm, uh, maybe I'm not a hundred percent achieving success because there are plenty of times when I, uh, goof off, watch silly TV shows or, uh, play video games. Uh, but day to day I'm doing what I want to be doing. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to see all of the different show notes and episodes that were featured in this episode, you can go to heathandalyssa.com and click on podcast. And near the top of the page, you'll see this episode. You can click on the show notes and look at all the different episodes that are featured in this one. So you can go back and re-listen to those if you liked the sound bites from this one. There's still, I think, 23 tickets at the time of releasing this podcast that are available for our next RV Entrepreneur Summit in February of 2018, hosting that in Fredericksburg, Texas. So if you're interested in learning more about the RV Entrepreneur Summit, it's gonna be awesome. We'll have around 250 people there this year, four days, I think eight or nine keynote speakers, lots of workshops, all built around the purpose and mission of this podcast, which is to help people transition their lives and business into traveling full-time in an RV. So you can learn more at therventrepreneur.com and feel free to reach out if you have any questions. I'll see you guys next week on the RV Entrepreneur Podcast.